Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 60. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast, and we are joined today by the captain of the SM Football Club, Dyson Heppel. It was a really cool interview. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you do, please do leave a review and subscribe to the podcast, and uh, I'll chat to you guys again soon. All right, Dice, welcome to the show, mate. Pleasure to have you on. Thanks, brother. Good to be on the show. What's uh, What's been happening, mate? I'm sure you'd be pretty pumped to be back playing this season. Yeah, no doubt. Look, it's um, no, very exciting to be back in the swing of things, and um, I guess just being back around the boys and, and back around the club, it's um, you know something that I, I really treasure and, and missed last year, so good yeah. fun. Yeah, so in saying that, mate, what did what did you actually get up to last year, 2016? Yeah, look, well, obviously having the, the year off footy, um, I, I certainly wanted to make the most of that. Um, uh, the major part of last year uh, went travelling to Europe for for a good uh, couple of months with my girlfriend, Kate. Um, so I guess getting getting to experience a European summer uh, in your mid-20s was um, something pretty special and yeah. you know something that the, the average footballer doesn't get to do. So, oh, yeah, really? It's the first time in a long time you haven't done anything football-wise. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. So getting a, you know, good, a good period away and, and just really, I guess, switching off away from footy and, um, yeah, it was a, a great opportunity just to, I guess, see, experience different cultures, different yep. people and, um, yeah, check out the world. So I suppose coming off the pre-season at the... I guess the off season at the end of 2015 and then into 2016. What did you do physically once you kind of found out the decision that you weren't playing? Yeah, look, we were look. I guess coming up through that period, um, I had a uh, I guess a few weeks off and just you know, went and chilled out, drank a few beers and yeah. ate a bit of shit. But uh, no, I guess I, I switched back on pretty quick and um, I, I really wanted to put in an, an elite program throughout. Uh, the 2016 period and, and make sure I come back ready and, and fit and firing. So um, I guess the first thing from there was just go to uh, assess my body on where it was at. Yep. Um, and did you have any niggles at, at the end of I did, yeah. So I had a couple of little niggles. I had some groin issues that I was working through um, and also a, a little toe operation that I got done as well. So just made sure I could really, uh, I guess, tune the body right up and manage to get right on top of those injuries and um, and then, yeah, I guess put a program in place from there as well as with the other playing, the players that were involved. Um, we got uh, David Butterford and Sean Wellman to oversee a full yep. footy and fitness training program for us. So that was great. Awesome. And then at the end of the 2016 season, did you then take another bit of a break? before going into pre-season or did you just kind of roll through? Yeah, we, we sort of tried to um, seg- segment the season um, yeah, like like we were playing. So we'd have our um, our high phases and taper phases as yep. we went as well throughout our training. Um, but yeah, once the season finished, we had a couple of months off so we could, uh, I guess, refresh, start again and come back into the, the uh, pre-season not feeling like we were training for the whole year. Yeah, yeah. and how was the, the pre-season before this, this year? Yeah, look, I, I really... I would have been pretty up and about, I would have thought. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it was just a, a really exciting vibe, um, as, a, as you could imagine. And um, look, I really enjoyed this pre-season. We, we tried a few different things to what it had been in the past and um, worked on a few deficiencies, which, um, you know, was, was quite good and, and managed to hit some PBs in a number of areas. So that was great. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So in regards to nutrition, um, does it differ much during off season and pre and sorry during the season? And like, what what type of approach do you go with 
Yeah, I think, look, I, I'm pretty big on nutrition. Um, look, I, I try to eat really healthy. I think I probably went overboard uh, early days when I first got drafted. I was very anal on, on the foods I was eating and, yeah. and probably nearly had a, an eating disorder, I reckon. And um, and now I've managed to find a healthy balance of um, the putting the right foods in but also being flexible with it as well, yeah. which... Um, I've learned a bit from your good self. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no, look, I, I do try and maintain a really healthy diet and a lot of that consists of your brown rice and, and lean meats, but every now and then I'll definitely tuck into something else, yeah. Yeah, and has your playing weight changed much since you started? Uh, playing while well, I come oh, in... I'm sure it would have changed. Yeah, so from, from early days, I think, you know, the first couple of years I put on probably six, more seven or eight kilo yeah. and then um, now just maintaining around sort of that 85 kegs, yeah. Yeah. And what do you? What is your kind of um, pre-game meal, I guess, or, or what do you do the day before? Do you have like a certain meal you always have on the Friday night or the day before? Uh, yeah, like, nothing, nothing too in particular. I actually, I eat quite a lot, and I've got a pretty quick metabolism, so yeah. I have to um, get a fair few calories in throughout the day. Um, but night before, usually a, a big feed of pasta or a, um, a risotto. We've got a nice little uh, Italian joint down the road that yeah. um, does the job. So Beauty. yeah. Um, and so you come from a back, uh, basketball background. I actually remember doing a camp with you yeah, at some stage. True. What uh, what age did you actually start doing like phys- like taking physical prep seriously? Like yes, you know whether it be core strength, start working on your lower body strength and stuff like that. Like yeah, you- it's a good call. I think um you know from an early age I'd I'd learned to be quite diligent with my body as I had um, a few little niggles. I remember having constant Achilles problems um, from basketball days. Uh, so I had to be, I guess, quite professional from a young age in getting my body right. Um, but I guess in, until, uh, probably until the age of 16, 17, where you start getting into the, the more elite programs where yeah. you, you really understand, um, the, I guess, the entirety of, of what it entails to yeah. to be a professional athlete and make sure you're ready yeah. to go each um, each game. Did yeah. you go through the full TAC Cup program? Yeah, went through the TAC Cup program. So, um, yeah, came in, I guess, playing Gippy um, from under 15, 16s, and then um, into, yeah, I guess, um, TAC Cup. So... Uh, come in as a bottom major and, and managed to play the entire season there and um, I guess that was when I sort of thought okay um, AFL is probably a I'm, a I'm a real chance so yeah. that's when I really delved right into the footy yeah yeah and coming through that full program what what advice would you give to a young bloke that's looking to follow your footsteps and kind of go whether they're in tack cup or you know may not even be at that standard yet what advice would you give to yeah that's probably a good point to note as well um, more and more these days uh, players are getting drafted from, from outside the, yeah. the norm um, so even just out of local footy uh, if you're playing consistent quality footy then uh, you certainly have a chance of getting a look in so it's a good point to make but I, th- I think my advice to those guys is is really just to enjoy it and um, I think as well is having a healthy balance of not being so consumed by your footy. Um, I think even you know coming through school at the time as well was a, a good um, outlet for me as well. You know you're at school mucking around with yeah. your mates as well, and you know, I quite enjoyed school and, and had a crack at my exams as well, which um, I guess allowed me to switch off away from um, from the draft and, and footy at the time. So. Um, yeah, I just tried not to get so bored down with going. Okay, I've got to play well every week to to, to get drafted. So yeah. um, it's a healthy balance. Yeah. yeah. And going back to the preseason, was there anything in particular that you wanted to work on uh, from a football aspect and physically? Yeah. Okay. Uh, from a from a footy aspect, I guess I'm um, probably spending a little bit more time forward. So more so just my uh, my forward craft, leading patterns, and contested marking. Yeah. So. 
um, work on little areas there. Um, and from a physical aspect, it was it was more just a general overall um, feel, and I guess my speed and power was something that I've always sort of tried to work on. I'm not the, not yeah. the most explosive bloke, so um, that's a that's a constant thing that I keep need to keep working on. But um, yeah, managed to make some good gains in the preseason. Yeah. When you come into the AFL or even as a junior, did you see yourself like playing like anyone else in the league already, or is it? Yeah, look, I think, well, growing up, um, I really looked up to Simon Black, played for Brisbane, but I barracked for Essendon, but love watching Blackie play. Um, And, yeah, I guess he's just skillful, um, composed, and probably not super quick as well. So that's I sort of tried to model my game around him. And and then more recently, probably Scotty Pendlebury. I was going to say, yeah, you guys are very similar. Oh, yeah, so Pendle's, I guess, coming from Gippsland as well, Um, known quite well now, and um, it's good to have that friendship with him, but, you know, love the way he goes about his footy and, and also life outside of footy as well. I feel he's yeah. got a, a really good balance. balance and, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what was the? What was it like getting back, like picking up the pace of the game again once you come back after obviously twelve months or like pretty much longer? Yeah, really. yeah. Look, it was. Uh, it probably it took it took a while um, pre-season. Uh, I think it it was important for me to get a few games under my belt before yeah. the the main season kicked off. Um, and I feel I was I was pretty rusty in the pre-season comp and. Um, you know, lucky, lucky enough, it, it sort of all come together, come round one, and uh, we had a good win against the Hawks. So that was bloody probably the most exciting yeah. game I've played Unreal, in. And, yeah. You know, we had an enormous crowd and um, yeah. very exciting way to kick off the year. And um, I guess from there now, it's 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 been a, a bit of a steady build. I guess the first few games was really riding on that raw emotion, and yeah. and then you start getting into the grind of the year and. Um, you know, I got fatigued quite quickly rounds four and five, and then okay. um, now, now just I guess it's about that um, backing up week after week, and it, my, I feel my body's adapting every week. So yeah. it's a bit different to other years where you usually go hit the ground running round one, and then eventually you get sort of quite fatigued, yeah. and then I get if you're in finals, you can spark up for that. But yeah. mine's sort of going, you know, up and about. Got quite fatigued early, and now I feel I'm adapting the to the pace again. as we go. So, yeah, which I see is an exciting thing. So, back end of the year, hopefully, should still be playing some quality footy. Yeah, and so how far do you reckon you guys can go this year? Obviously, we were talking about it before we started the podcast, but going going off off to a good start so far, and only um, a couple of those losses were pretty close. So, be pretty excited about the future. Yeah, no doubt. Look, we're we're round ten at the moment. We're five and five. Um, and look, I, I feel we're, we're in a really strong position, um, especially the way the year's panning out across the board. A um, lot of very close games, and if you don't rock up uh, 100% on the weekend, anyone can pip you. So, um, look, we're really excited about the, the second half of the year. Um, obviously, uh, you know, we've shown that when we do play our best footy, we can beat anyone. So, um, so hopefully just looking for that consistency and, uh, yeah. and see what we can string together. Yeah, so someone on the from the outside looking in that doesn't have much of an idea of what goes on during the week at the club, what's like a typical week look like during the season, let's say, on a, a six-day break? Yeah, cool. Okay, so in, in season, very different to pre-season. Pre-season, you're looking at, I don't know, you can sometimes be working up to 40 to 50 Ks on the legs a yeah. week, so a hell of a lot of training. But in season, it's, it's heavily based around recovery. So usually, say, if it's a six-day break, um, play on a Sunday, come in on a Monday for your, your recovery. So get your ice bars, swimming and, and a rub down. 
Um, on the Monday, Tuesday, you'll come in for recovery skills, we call it, where a bit of a light kick around, flush the legs out, um, plus your weights and that in there as well, and your match reviews are all done on that day. Uh, Wednesday is usually your main hit out, so your main main training day, which may only consist of about six k's worth. So just more strategy and yeah. um, strategic training on those days, and and looking at ways that you're going to beat the opposition the following week. Um, Thursday's your day off. Uh, Friday, come back in for another light kick around, and then you're into it on the on the Saturday. So. Look, throughout that week, you might only be doing maximum maybe 10 kilometres on the legs. Yeah. And then you're looking at, I guess, you know, your 15 on Ks on game day. So yeah. um, it's all, all heavily based on recovery. Yeah, right. And that changes, obviously, depending on how many days you've got. Yeah, no doubt. Out. Like, it's, uh, you know, if you've got a couple of extra days, we'll probably come in for a cross-training day, swimming, bike, boxing, um, and whatnot. And, and we're, we're still looking at um, two quality lifts throughout the week, so an upper and a lower session yeah. um, and then guys that need extra size or are looking to, to build muscle will we'll put an extra upper body session in as well so oh, lots of things as well going on outside the main program things like Pilates um, you know extra massage yoga yeah. um, plenty of different things going on so yeah. it's, a, it's a, a full time gig I guess unreal so you mentioned before about balance um, what, what, do you, what are you interested in outside of football like what do you get up to when you're not at the club or when you're just trying to stay away from footy, yeah. Well, look, it's a um, yeah. I try and uh, try and switch off with a few different things. Uh, I guess I got the my missus Kate. She always uh, she's always wanted to do something, so we usually steam around with our dog Ziggy, and that's a good little balance. Going down and grabbing a coffee or going for a feed with Kate, and then catching up with mates. Um, you know, trying. I'm no good at golf, but having a hint at golf with the, <laughs> with the boys every now and then. I know the feeling. Uh, yeah, it's uh, nah, look a few different things, and you know, catching up with mates is always good. Keeps you, you know, bring you back to normality and yeah, keep sure. it casual. Yeah. Mate, you mentioned the dog. The um, the dog shit tricks on Instagram. <laughs> they, they're getting pretty serious. Have you got any mate, uh, yeah. any, any new ideas, mate? What's next? Actually, yeah, I'm running out of ideas, mate. I'm going to have to come up with a couple of new ones. But, yeah, <laughs> that's all interviews and radios and whatever these days. That's all everyone asks about. Mate, so. that's it feels like that's the only purpose of the war. <laughs> exactly. Come up with some fresh ideas. <laughs> yeah. Have you been following the playoffs in the NBA? Yeah, season? been having a look. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of boys at the club that are right into their basketball, so I've constantly got them on the, the, the tallies at the club. So uh, it's going to be an interesting series. I reckon the finals will be a good one. Yeah, yeah who are you tipping? Oh, look, I'd, I'd, love to say, I'd love to say Cavs, but I think overall um, I reckon Golden State have a more rounded team and... Yeah. Probably get the job done, but it'll yeah. be an interesting one. Yeah. Do you miss it? You miss playing? Uh, yeah, I do. I reckon it'd be awesome to, to play some domestic b-ball or something like yeah. that, but um, obviously can't. But um, we, there's a court out at the club, so oh, okay. shoot plenty of buckets out. Get there. a few, <laughs> a few yeah. shots yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I was meant to ask this question before, but I could be wrong. But I have seen somewhere that they're thinking about putting up the GPS readings on the screen during the yeah. games what's a like what's a typical distance you'll run in a game yeah yeah it'd be interesting that I think um, being uh, putting the, the GPS numbers up on a game I don't think it's too much of an issue there's no real advantage of no. teams knowing but um, oh, typically we're looking at I guess 13 to 16 k's as a as a as a midfielder and I guess it doesn't really matter where you're playing these days either everyone seems to cover pretty similar distances right, yeah. so yeah so you do cover a few k's um, that's sort of my goal. I, I'm quite high in case cover. Just plot around all day and keep chugging. So, um, yeah, I guess usually average around probably 14 k's a game. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, mate, I've been training Kate 
as you mentioned before, for about 12 months. Yeah, with her in the She's got some pretty average jokes. Do you reckon you should take her anything, anything decent? Or yeah, what? no, you're not wrong about that. She's got stinky jokes. Um, she also reckons she could probably deadlift more than you. She said the other day. <laughs> she's pretty strong. Yeah, she's got her legs. She's strong in the legs, a girl. So I think she's been uh, improving plenty <laughs> since you've, you've taken her under your wing. Um, but yeah, she definitely needs to work on her jokes, mate. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> All right, mate. Well, thanks for, for joining the podcast today, man. Um, if I get any feedback or whatever, I'll pass it on. But um, for anybody listening or watching on the um, Facebook Live, hope you've enjoyed the, the episode. And I'm sure I'll get you back on at some stage, hopefully at the uh, end of the year after Bombers have taken out the flag. Get around them. Bloody oath. Awesome, mate. Nah, no, appreciate it, mate. Get around. Danny is a champ. Beauty. Beauty. Thanks, mate. Sweet, bro.